The Down Below podcast was our last best hope to analyse. A self-contained podcast, who knows how long, located between your ears. A place of discussion and fun for newcomers and veterans alike. A shining download online, all alone on the web. It was the dawn of the third age of podcasting, the year the Introcast Wars came upon us all. This is the story of a Babylon 5 Introcast. The year is 2014. The show, down below. Hello everyone. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it looks like the original episode we recorded for Acts of Sacrifice has been lost in hyperspace. I don't know what happened. I started the recording like I always do, and it said it was recording, but later on when I went looking for the file, there's no file. Uh, we normally have a backup in place but that wasn't in place this week. And it was really disappointing because we had fun talking about the episode. Even though it wasn't one of our favorite episodes, we had a first-time guest, Gary. He was great. Had a good time talking to him. And we even brought back some music to Down Below. I know it's been a while. We uh, played songs that were written by one of the guest stars, the guy who played Tech. He's an award-winning songwriter. He's in the Songwriting Hall of Fame, actually. But anyway, these things do happen. I guess it was bound to happen sometime. And... Instead of re-recording, it would be hard for us to re-record this week. So we're going to do the best we can to try to make sure this doesn't happen again. So we put together something for you to tide you over, and we'll be back next week. This is an ISN special report. Tensions flared on Babylon 5 between the Narn and the Centauri as we received reports of Centauri attacks on civilian targets. There are multiple skirmishes on the station, and we have unconfirmed reports of a Centauri death. Also, a little-known race called the Lumati have joined Babylon 5 in what experts believe is a strategic move in light of the non-Centauri war. This has been an ISN special report. Hi, this is Gary from Jacksville calling in with a little review on Babylon 5 Season 2 Acts of Sacrifice. I gave this a 7 out of 10 booma shakalakalaka booms. Um, I really enjoyed both the Londo and Jakar storylines, as well as the Ivanova storyline. This really had sort of three stories to be told this episode. The Ivanova, while a little bit goofy, was still fun. Jakar seemed to win for me as alien of the show, and Londo, you could only feel pity for him at the end. It's definitely a building episode, and one that should not be missed. My favorite line was Jakar's response to the Narn challenging him for leadership. You've already made that challenge, but I want to see if you have the courage to actually follow through. Or something to that effect. Anyway, um, Andreas gave a great performance. There's a lot more I could say about this episode, and in some ways I feel like I have. I enjoyed this episode, and I hope everyone else did too. Hey there. So, I liked this episode quite a bit. Um, it was fun. I loved Ivanova. It was hilarious even though the aliens were horrible but I actually quite liked that storyline um the 
seeing how the Narn and Centauri are reacting to this war and how it's affecting Jakar and Londo personally, I actually ended up feeling quite sorry for everyone involved in this situation. And I'm interested to see where it's going. So, without uh, going on too long, um, I gave this episode a 7.5 out of 10. I can't remember what my rating system was. Um, But, sadly, due to this lost episode, you will not hear my extended thoughts. I really didn't have any great predictions, so you didn't miss out on those. And until next time. Hola de Santiago, Chile. This is Elizabeth, and I'm calling to give my two or three or four cents about acts of sacrifice. Um, This was a hard one to rate because there were things that I really liked or wanted to like about it. For example, I was excited to find out more about what was going on with the Narn and Centauri War. I liked the opening where the Narn ship saved the civilian, the fleeing civilians. And I really wanted to a little find a little bit more about what was going on, what is going on in the thoughts um, of the Centauri leaders, or what it, what the Narn leaders are doing. Um, even if that had to be filtered through Londo and Jakar, I, I am fine with that because those are the characters we know. But then you had it filtered even more into this microcosm of you know the two groups of Narn and Centauri that were just doing this very one-note cliche battle or rumble against each other. And, you know, although it did integrate the ambassadors back into that, it was just, it didn't really add anything to the overall battle or the overall conflict between these two um, races. And it just made, actually... In a, in a way, it's almost simplifying it. You know, it's taking this sort of long-standing feud and putting it in the simplest terms, which is basically like, you know, one group just hates the other and they're going to fight. It, there's no subtlety there um, with with the group. When we focus on that, where there's a more subtlety with Londo and Jakar, and Londo sort of feeling the weariness of his, not really crown, but his renewed power, and Jakar just feeling absolutely um, futile and, you know, just dis- despairing. And I liked that part of it. Um, I just thought that Sheridan asking Jakar to control his people uh, was ridiculous, considering that the Earth crew hasn't been able to control the Earthers on Babylon 5. But I digress. Um, the Ivanova and Lumadi subplot was not quite the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, I could see where it was trying to be somewhat profound um, with how, you know, the lurkers are treated, but it didn't really work because it was kind of like... I don't know. It just it just was so quick that it to me and we don't really know much about the lurkers and I don't know. So and then the whole sex rap thingy or whatever was just ah mouth agape cringeworthy. Um seemed like maybe Claudia Christian was a little bit embarrassed to be doing it. Maybe I'm wrong. Um 
but it was it was wow it was interesting and hopefully we end this with uh with that just in tribute to that amazing amazing sex rap is what i'm calling it so um i really really want to see a a more nuanced approach to the Narn Centauri War or just really cool space battles, one or the other, or both. I can dream. And um, yeah, so that's it. So I'm way, way, way over the time allotted. So I'm just going to sign off with, um, I'm going to rate it six wishing wells with legs out of 10 and struck off. Bye-bye. This is Ian with my thoughts on acts of sacrifice. So this episode has two plots. The A plot has some really great acting in it. The B plot is silly and fun in places, but the acting, apart from Ivanova, doesn't hold up at times. So, Jakar and his issues. Well, I do like a lot of it, and Jakar is brilliant this episode, as always. Andreas Katsoulis just act his heart out this he he's thing at the end when he just breaks down is heartbreaking you've got a really weird fight sequence though it's yeah it's kind of odd and this also involves londo as well and you see their situation mirrored in this that although londo's rising to power he's losing the allies he used to have and his friendship with Garibaldi is just dissolving in front of our eyes it's kind of sad to see now there's this bit of the episode where Sheridan is talking to a general from Earth and the general is in front of a bank of fans I've got no idea what was going on there Uh, it, it just didn't seem to make any sense at all and it just stood out in the episode onto the B plot with Lumati and yeah it's not that brilliant it's got a really awful scene in it with Franklin and it's not Franklin it's not really anyone per se it's just the fact this scene is really awkward it's forced and really only serves the plot to drive a bit of a wedge between the Lamati and Ivanova in this and yeah you can see it coming from miles off I didn't like it at all however I always love the ending of this and Ivanova's solution to the plot because it's a classic scene it's stupid silly but I enjoy it. If I could, I'd recite the whole thing. I really would. It's brilliant. Part of me thinks the head Lamati is playing up this whole idea of sex as the final act of sealing a contract. As a father has no idea what the Lamati culture is like, he can play this card as much as he likes, and he can kind of get away with it. Something tells me he might have done that in the past. Uh, he's not getting away with it this time, because... Ivanova's figured out a way around it and his translator I think maybe respects her for that that's why we get that little um, nod of respect and kiss at the end it's the translator saying yeah you won this round well done other than that there's nothing major to talk about on this episode on to human of the week it kind of has to be Ivanova I think really there's no other choice and for Alien of the Week Jakar kills it in this one he's absolutely brilliant I love him as for quotes as I said 
if I could say the whole thing of one of us says, I put that in, but I can't remember it. Will, I just hope you've clipped the quote for the episode. So, let me go through some of the other quotes I do have. you got Lando, of course. I wanted respect. Instead, I've turned into a wishing well with legs. And, of course, Ivanova's closer. After her whole spiel, it just closes in a brilliant way with... Old style, you roll over and go to bed. New style, you go out and get pizza, and I'll never see you again. Generally, my thoughts on this episode are that it's not a great episode. It's not a bad episode, per se. It progresses the storyline a little bit and adds some nice character moments in here, but overall, it's nothing special. And the scene in Medbay with Franklin and the Namati just drags it down horribly. So I'm just going to have to go for six and a half out of ten inappropriate lingerie items. And that's it from me. Well, 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 I did not like this episode very much. It had some good and bad parts. The good parts involve Londo and Jakar with the Nari Centauri War. I think we had some great performances from those two actors. And you know, I kind of felt bad for Londo and Jakar in this episode. But what I didn't like, I hated the Ivanova storyline, I think. That entire storyline could have just been erased from this episode. And especially that one scene at the end, the human-style sex. I really felt bad for Claudia Christian. She was giving it her all, though, but I was cringing. And I said early on in the show that when I rewatched the show, some things didn't hold up. And I think this is one of those. So I give the episode... Six and a half out of ten, Shirley Temples. You ready? Yes. Good. Oh. Oh. Boom, shabba, lubba, lubba, boom, shabba, lubba, lubba. Hey there, hey there, three bags full. You come here often? Yes, I do. Dinner, shabba, lubba, lubba, drink, shabba, lubba, lubba, kiss, 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 kiss. Grab! How do you like it so far? Oh, I... I slept with you the other night. You didn't call. You didn't write. I think you did it just for spite. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Tell me about your portfolio. Oh, yes. 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 Lie to me about your family. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 Oh. God, you got him. What do I do now? Uh, old style, you roll over and go to bed. New style, you go out for pizza and I never see you again. Perhaps I'll call you before I go. Look for us on the web in iTunes and on Stitcher Radio. Also, downbelowpodcast.com, facebook.com slash group slash downbelowpodcast, and twitter.com slash downbelowcast. Thank you.